Hi, friends, and welcome to the Fullness of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Matheson. Here at the Fullness of Joy, we talk about hard things in light of the gospel, because life is hard, but God is good. We encourage our hearts by reminding ourselves of the truth day in and day out. I pray this encourages your heart and that your challenge to know Christ more deeply as a result. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Fullness of Joy. I'm so excited for you to get to meet my friend Hunter today. She is a wealth of wisdom, and she is sharing with us about scripture memory. And before you hit pause and say, oh, this is not for me, just know that she is going to be breaking down some easy tips, tools, and tricks for scripture memory, and also just sharing with us some beautiful ways that the Lord has rewarded this discipline in her life and used it to encourage her in deep moments of sorrow and also in moments of joy. And so I am so excited for you to get to hear from Hunter today. So tune in and let's get started. Hey friend, you may or may not know this, but I'm a faith-based life coach for women. I offer one-on-one sessions where I work with my clients to make and reach their goals to move from going through the motions to truly walking with Jesus and enjoying the life he has given them. We do all kinds of things together, like talk about time management and boundaries and exploring some of our past decisions that have hurt us and just figuring out ways to move through the tough stuff. If this sounds like something you're interested in, I would love to hear from you. You can get more information on my website and in the show notes, and you can book a free call to see if this is right for you. I want you to hear a few words from a former client. She says this, Jessica will guide you in diving deeper into how the truths of the Lord's character and his word can change how we walk through both weeping and rejoicing in this life. If you feel stuck in or exhausted by your present circumstances, Jessica can help build a foundation of spiritual disciplines and healthy individualized habits that will help you not only endure, but learn contentment like Paul in any season or circumstance. So friends, if you need help, I'm here for you. Find more information in the show notes. Well, hello, Hunter. Welcome to the Fullness of Joy. How are you? Oh, I'm doing so well. It's such a treat to get to hop into the closet and to talk about one of my (laughs) topics with you this morning during nap time. Yay. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so excited to get to talk to you too, because I have long been a fan of Journey Women and then have followed you personally on social media and just have loved seeing your journey with scripture memory and the way that you share that so boldly and so openly with others and just drawing us in to share that passion. And so I'm really excited to get to chat with you today. But first, I just would love for our listeners to learn a little bit about you as a person. I know that you're an army wife and that you've moved several times within the course of your marriage. And so I just love to hear kind of a little bit how that's kind of shaped you and what that, what has been like to be in transition so much and where you are now and just kind of how the Lord has brought you to where you guys are. Yes. Well, we had one of our biggest transitions to date Jessica, because we actually departed or separated from the military. Like, I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. So Brooks did eight years as an army Mm -hmm. ranger. And then he went to school up in New England. And now we are at our first, what we would call civilian location. Oh, I love that. That has definitely been one of the biggest transitions. So I think in our 12 years of marriage, we have moved 12 different, no, seven different times, not 12 times. Okay. I was like, what, every year? (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank That'd God. Not that many. Yeah. Not that many. I know some people have though. It's it's mm-hmm. amazing. We used to have um like a, a a shorter number of years with more transitions. I think it was like nine years and seven transitions. But oh my goodness gracious! For the past almost it'll be two and a half, almost three years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so where are y'all living now? We are in Northwest Arkansas right now. I thought it was Arkansas. And is I feel like I saw, is that where you grew up or near where your hometown was? Right. We're about two hours east okay. of my hometown, which is like Southern kind of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And we made this move because my dad was um, suffering from some illness and then he passed away right after. Right. So there's so many different transitions that we've faced in the last couple of years, whether it be moving or just transitions in our family as a result of death, et right? Cetera, et mm, that's a lot, and I. It, but it is so neat to be able to trace the hand of God and see His sovereignty and kindness to bring you back to a place where you could be with your dad in those last days and just be able to experience what the that gift. I mean, that's incredible. Oh my goodness! Yes, I kicked and screamed my way to Northwest Arkansas. I did not leave New England. Mm-hmm. And it's just incredible to see how God uses all of these transitions really to bring about his greater purpose, even yeah. when we don't fully understand what he's doing. And to top it off, how he uses the the many moves that we make and the things that he's doing in our life to make us look more like him. Like it's mm. just such a joy looking back on what he was doing, even though at the time I didn't fully understand it. Right. That's so good. Well, in this season of the podcast, we're focusing on spiritual rhythms that restore us and renew us, help us maintain connection with God, our others and ourselves. And like I mentioned at the top, we, we, those who know you know that you are a woman who loves to memorize scripture. And I'm sure that in the midst of so many different transitions over the last several years, that that has been an anchor for you. And so I just love to hear kind of, when did you begin to have a passion for memorizing scripture? How did the Lord kind of birth that within you? Yeah. You know, part of my story that I've shared before is I did come to faith in Christ when I was a child, but there was this period when I was in high school in which I very sadly, tragically set my Bible aside because I felt conviction when I would read it. And I didn't want to feel that conviction over the decisions that I was making. Okay. That's, I know you just said that that's tragic, but it's, it's also kind of funny. Like, mm, no, thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> like there's the attitude of a child, you know, like, oh, absolutely. No <laughs> I was an adolescent oh at the goodness. time yeah. and I was functioning under a very adolescent mindset. Like, yeah. no, Lord, I don't want to do it. I'm you good. Say. I want to mm-hmm. do what I say. And mm-hmm. so I'm listening to the voice of the Lord in his yeah. word and instead started to live my own way. And mm. really at first, maybe it was kind of funny, but then over time, Jessica, it became tragic. It truly of did. Of course. Yeah. There was no season of my life in which I had so little joy. And Mm. by the end of that, uh, just when I was at the end of myself, the Lord sent a youth pastor, his name is Mike Keybone, and Mm. he was a brand new youth pastor at our church. And he asked how I was doing spiritually. And I remember having this distinct thought, like I could tell him the truth or I could lie. And I just said, Hey, I'm not doing great. And he encouraged me to start reading my Bible again. So as I opened the pages of scripture, God used his word to draw me back to himself through his word. And I began to experience joy again. And my whole life began to change. And that Jessica is where I became passionate about, wow, like this, 
word that God has given us has the power to change us. And yeah, to- like this stuff actually works. <laughs> it really does. I yeah. mean, all of that life change really begins at conversion when our dead hearts mm-hmm. you know, are made alive in Christ. Cause Romans um, tells us that faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word right. of Christ. So I became passionate about scripture memory, just seeing how desperately I really needed uh, to be intaking those life-giving words mm. in the midst of a world that was, you know, pouring lots of other words into my, uh, yeah. into my ears. I'm like, no, there's mm-hmm. only one word uh, mm. that has the power to transform our hearts, you know? Mm. And so that's where I became passionate about it. And that was bolstered over time just by other women, seeing other women who really clung to the word through times of suffering and trial. I remember uh, my grandmother, she had lost her son tragically when her son was in his twenties. And then like 30 or 35 years to the day, she lost her husband to another tragedy. Oh my goodness. And I watched her in her kitchen with Mm. her cup of tea. And she just started to quote the words from the very end of Habakkuk, where he says, you know, though the fig tree doesn't blossom, there's no cattle in the stalls, you know, yet I will rejoice in the glorious God of my salvation. The Lord God Mm -hmm. is my strength. He makes my feet like Heinz feet, you know, and I just, I could cry talking about it right now. I was about to say, I have tears in my eyes. (laughs) Watching her (sighs) cling to the word in her time of, you know, sincere hardship. Mm -hmm. I thought, what am I doing today? To become the kind of woman to really rip myself in the word of God so that when I need it, I have access to it. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Jessica, I have realized as a mother, I need it so frequently. Girl, just on the, the brink of sin mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. any given moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, scripture also tells us uh, that God's word can help keep us from sin. And so right. I just am constantly needing the word. And I don't always have the opportunity to open the pages of my Bible yes. I've done in times past. And so it's just mm-hmm. become this really necessary thing for me, especially in this season where I have more limited time to be mm-hmm. regularly reminding myself uh, of God's word because I need it. Yeah. For- I know. And I love that. I think that you saw your grandmother in a desperate time call on the name of the Lord. And she had access to it because of the time that she had put in to hide his word in her heart. And so that in turn, you know, it kind of sparks something within you. And then as life has changed and you've grown and your seasons have been in so many different transitions, you've seen, Oh, look, I have that desperation too. Like, it doesn't have to be some big tragedy. Like, you know, motherhood is not a tragedy. It's a privilege. It's an honor. It's a joy, but it's also extremely sanctifying and soul scrubbing. And so it's like, Oh, wow. I I need this now at today, yesterday, really, you know, <laughs> so I would love to know, like, what are some specific ways that God has used this passion to encourage you in difficult times? You mentioned motherhood, but what are some other seasons where you've seen, you know, I didn't have the time to spend hours in Bible study, but God brought to mind verses at the right moments. Do you have examples like that? Oh, absolutely. You know, a lot of my like ready examples are those from my everyday life, which do involve motherhood. But I have been struggling with discouragement in my work lately outside of the home. Uh, And 
you know, just as I'm kind of warding off accusations of the enemy or just <laughs> getting sincere discouragement, Psalm 3, 3 has been such an encouragement to me, but you, oh Lord, are a shield around me, my glory and the one who lifts yes. up my head, you know, <laughs> um, let me think. I love Psalm 121. I memorize mm, same with my girls. I think it's like six verses. It's super easy to memorize. And, and there's a lot of songs with it too. Yeah. So it's like, if you just sing the songs, you have the, the psalm. <laughs> yes. So Psalm 121, one and two, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From mm -hmm. where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And so as I'm going about my day and I feel like, man, I need help and nobody's helping me. I remember, <laughs> yeah. hey, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of yeah. earth, you know, mm -hmm. um, when we were navigating just that season after my dad's death, and then my grandmother ended up, you know, passing within six months, I know mm -hmm. you know, there's similar stuff, Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you're just feeling like you're going through life and not really like a lot of understanding or empathy as mm -hmm. you need to walk through grief, even in the months after uh, yes. you navigate it. I, I just often was encouraged by Hebrews 4.15, which reminded me, hey, we don't have a high priest who's unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. Um, yeah. There's just so many. I mean, I could just go on and on. I, I I'm sure. Yeah. Need God's word and these very like pocketable verses that you can mm -hmm. take with you to mull over and meditate on. I mean, uh, Psalm 23, that's another super easy um, and accessible passage to memorize. Uh, 23, one, you could memorize it right now. Um, the Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. So whenever yeah. I feel like, man, I, I really want this thing, or man, I don't feel like I have the energy I need to make it through the day or whatever. Mm -hmm. I constantly am mulling over, you know what? No, the Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. Um, yeah. Just stuff like that. It doesn't have to be super long and complicated. Mm -hmm. uh, even Psalm 23, 1, that verse memora uh, that verse ministered to me for weeks. And it probably took me five minutes to commit it to memory. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that one little phrase is, I, I, I think it's because like, as we know, the word is living and active, but we experience that when we are, like you said, in the midst of the everyday and it still is ministering to us day after day after day. It's like, this is not just a book of stories. This is not, you know, just some lovely literature. This is Jesus himself, the word made flesh. That's why it's called, that's why it's living and active. And that's, that's how it has the power to encourage and strengthen us. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, think I just, about, um... I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I think about Jesus himself, you know, he reminded us in Matthew 4, 4, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So like, as much as we need food, we need God's word. Okay, y'all, this one's for the mamas with picky eaters. I thought I was such a good mom when I started my kids on solids and they would eat whatever I put in front of them. But the older they get, the more opinions they have. And most of the time, they just don't want to eat what they truly need. <laughs> I've been searching for the perfect multivitamin, and I have found it. I've tried so many different ones from different grocery stores and Amazon and all the things, but Haya Vitamins have been a game changer in our home. They have 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They only have to be taken once a day, and they are a blend of fruits and veggies, so real food that your kiddo needs. 
plus they have zero grams of sugar. This was a big deal for me because I don't want to fill my kids up with a bunch of junk when I'm trying to give them vitamins and minerals. A lot of kids' vitamins have tons of junk in them, but not Haya. They also come with this super cute refillable bottle that your kids can decorate with stickers. And I can say that I've noticed a difference in my kids' quality of sleep and their immunity since using them. So try Haya Vitamins today and you can get 20% off of your first order. You can see the link in the show notes for more info. You know, yeah. <laughs> I often think about his words um, when he was talking to his disciples on the, I think it was the road to Emmaus in Matthew, uh, Luke 24, where he's saying, uh, you know, he begins with Moses and the prophets, and then he interprets to them in the scriptures, all things according to himself. So like you said, mm-hmm. like the word took on hands and feet in the person of Jesus. And so right. do we want to draw near to to Jesus. Well, mm-hmm. scripture is the way that we can really walk with Jesus, know him right. more deeply, and seek to live as those who belong to him. Mm, that's so good. So I know that people who are listening are like, okay, Hunter, okay, Jess, that's great. Like, but where do I start? Like the Bible's huge. <laughs> there is so much. How do I know where to begin? Like, what would you say to someone who's really intimidated by it that just feels like they can't wrap their hand around where to begin? There's so many different ways I can answer this question, but I think <laughs> I love my friend, Caitlin. She came up with this little phrase, start simply and simply start, you know, just Ooh, start. I like that. Start simply, yes. simply start. Take mm. one verse. This could be a familiar passage. Like, you know, I was sharing about my grandmother memorizing the verses from the very end of Habakkuk. You could take a passage that you've heard, you know, your mom or someone that's been influential, your spiritual mother kind of, mm-hmm. you know, over and over and start memorizing that. Or you could start with a passage that you're studying right now. What are, mm-hmm. what are you studying in your, in your personal time in the word? Um, take a verse, maybe one of the key verses from that text and start committing that to memory. Or Jessica, the Psalms are so easy to memorize. That's why I have many of them memorized. And that is, I love to employ the Psalms in prayer and that's what they were for, you know, and exactly book for God's people. And so we all know songs are super easy to sing along with, to memorize. Mm -hmm. So a Psalm, finding a Psalm, maybe a familiar Psalm like Psalm 23 or Psalm 51 or Psalm 121, Psalm 19, Psalm 119, choosing a verse out of one of those passages, yeah, just continually employ in prayer. Um, mm. I love having the Psalms memorized, not all of them, obviously, but many of them, because I I use them so frequently in my prayers for other people. Right. So yes. Yes. Like, man, I'm having a hard time right now. Oh man, I'm going to pray that to use Psalm three, three as an example. Again, I'm going to pray um, that you will remember that, you know, that, that the Lord uh, is your glory and the one who lifts yeah. up your head, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then my other encouragement is just not to do it alone. Um, like I said, other women memorizing scripture, has been such an encouragement to me in my scripture memory journey. And Mm -hmm. I guarantee you there is at least one other woman in your local church who also wants to be memorizing scripture. Right. The thing about scripture memory is like, whether you've been doing it for a little or a long time, you can come together and do it at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) Find another woman and just 
kind of loop that in with whatever it is, whether you guys are already texting or whether you're voxing or whether you're on Marco Polo or whether you go on mm-hmm. walks once a week, incorporate a time of scripture memory review once a week with that person and then do it together. And that'll be mm-hmm. such I love that you to keep keep doing it. I love that. I mean, that's definitely like a work smarter, not harder, like your friends thing, like start simply and simply start. I love that. What would you say is like your favorite little tip or tool or trick for scripture memory? Because people are probably like, well, do you write it out? Do you listen to it? Like what, what helps you? And of course this is going to be different for everyone because we all have different learning styles, but what is one tip or tool that you have seen kind of work across the board that you're like, Oh, this is like pro tip here. (laughs) Uh, Well, I tried to do my best pro tip in my kids book on scripture memory um it's called read it see it say it sing it and that's the whole mm-hmm. thing read it see yeah. it, say it, sing it. <laughs> i love it if you, if you can four remember the options. title you've got the tip <laughs> <laughs> you got four different options there yeah um, i think if you kind of go about all of them as often as you can you're gonna yeah. find that you will have the verse memorized so put it before you read it regularly that's part of the see it component too stick it somewhere mm-hmm. It regularly, say it over and over again. That's repetition. A lot of people memorize well by repeating things over and over. Um, and sing it and sing it. That's a, that's a multiple that has a dual purpose. Um, I personally really love using rhythm. I don't actually sing the the verses like as many do. Some people find right. that helpful, and in fact, there are so many free helps. If you Google uh, your verse or you just put it into Spotify, like Psalm 23, I guarantee you're going to find at least a few different versions oh, for sure. in <laughs> which you can find a song that might help you commit it to memory. But um, you need to just play around with it. Give yourself grace, figure out what works for you and try, you know, using a lot of different modalities. That's like something in learning, like you just kind of hit it from every angle and see yeah. what works best for you picturing yeah. it in your mind is another mm-hmm. way to go about it mm-hmm. and emotions is another way to practice like seeing it using mm-hmm. the first letter of every word in the verse and putting it somewhere so that you can kind of have a memory prompt that'll right enable you to rehearse it regularly but if you really want to do it i mean there's so many different things just googling like scripture memory techniques or my friend glenna marshall she has a book called Memorizing Scripture. That I just started that. reading that. It's so good. Really good. And there's lots and lots of practical tips. And I think you're going to find that based on the way that God's you know, uniquely wired you, there are different kind of options that work with your brain. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but the main thing, I mean, Deuteronomy uh, 6, it sets it out for us where it says, hey, you know, the Lord, your God is one, you know, talk about these things when you walk the road, when you sit, when you lie down, I'm paraphrasing here. Of Um, course. Yes. Basically like talk about the words of the Lord or the commands of the Lord, wherever you are, whenever you are, whenever Mm -hmm. you can. And so do it wherever you are, whenever you can, (laughs) like that'll help you. Um, It's simple. We don't need to overcomplicate it. (laughs) Yeah. It'll help you to commit it to memory. And before you know it, you'll have it. Um, Mm. I will say it's a practice, you know, like anything, it, like I just started running again, Jessica. Um, My friend and I were just talking about that yesterday. I was like, I don't know that I'm ever going to start running again. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love to walk. You know, whenever you first start running again, you feel like you're thinking about like, how do I hold my hands and (laughs) I breathe and 
how do I make it up this hill? You know, oh, yes, it takes, it, it, it takes more thought than it will. If you keep running day after day, before you know it, two weeks into it, it's not going to be that hard to right. remember how to run anymore. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so just start and know that it will get easier. Like any discipline does with. Yes. Time. That's so good. Well, so tell us what is your favorite book of the Bible and why? This is like such a cheater answer, but I feel like whatever book I'm studying, do you have people? Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. Cause it's like what you're, you're just immersed in that. I get that. So what are you studying right now? What, what is it right now? I should say. I am currently studying the book of Titus, which I haven't studied in the past. Yeah. I I haven't either. I mean, I've read it, but I haven't like studied it. Yeah. It is so fun to study. You just see over and over again, how the gospel leads to godliness and how the good Mm. work that God did in us through the person of his son leads us to good works. That's so So good. I'm constantly thinking about the order of that these days, Mm -hmm. how the gospel comes first. And out of that, I'm able to engage in the good works that the Lord set before me. That's so good. I love that. Well, our last question just for fun is always, if we were sitting at a coffee shop together, what would you have in your hand to sip on? Well, I'm so happy I get to answer this question today and not six months ago, because <laughs> six months ago, I was not able to have any caffeine as Ooh. a result of breastfeeding, but we oh, have yeah. the one year mark. <laughs> And now yeah. I'm telling my son, hey, if you want to have breast milk, it's going to be a latte, son. So- That's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> that is what I love. It's a good latte made with oat milk, unfortunately, mm. but dairy free. What about yes, you? Yes, I'm dairy free too. So I usually will do, I actually don't drink coffee. So I'll do like a tea latte. So it'll be like a London fog, which is like Earl Grey tea, yeah, totally. or I'll do chai. And I don't like the concentrate stuff. Cause I don't like, I feel, I always think that it's too sweet. So I prefer yeah. like if, if the coffee shop has like the actual tea bags yeah. with oat milk or yeah. almond milk and yeah. honey. Ooh, that sounds so good. That was my who I referenced. That was her favorite Earl Grey. And I've heard really? it was favorite as well. So that puts it's you in really trouble. good. I love it. Yeah, no, it's really good. I just tried it a couple of years ago. I pretty much just did like chai and peppermint and all that. And then I got on the Earl Grey train and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like totally lives up to the hype. <laughs> okay. I was totally really caffeine free for like a whole, probably nine months. And that's, that's intense. I, I can see though, the benefit of not being on coffee. It's just, yeah. I love it a little bit too much. I know. You know, what is so interesting is I have a friend that said the same, like she thought she needed coffee so badly, but she tried to, you know, she went off of it and she's like, I feel way better. Like I actually was making things worse and you know, so she'll drink it, but she'll drink decaf. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, I mean, you, you do what you got to do. I feel like in these days of motherhood, sometimes we just need a little extra something, something, but you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe once you're out of these baby years, you know, you can do, do decaf life and maybe you won't. And that's fine. <laughs> For those sisters who are uh, detoxing from caffeine, let me just say scripture memory. That's another, that's another great reason. To you know what? That is so real. <laughs> I mean, listen, caffeine, hormones, all the things like the Lord has a word for that. (laughs) Man doesn't live by caffeine alone, (laughs) but by every word. I mean, it doesn't say that, but I'm pretty sure that's the heart behind it. Like, (laughs) oh, that's so good. Oh my goodness. Well, Hunter, tell us or tell, tell the, tell our audience where they can find you and kind of keep up with you and, um, yeah, how to connect with you online. 
Well, I do have a website. It's not updated that frequently, That's but it's okay. HunterBelist.com. You can find my books there and you can sign up for my newsletter. That's been my favorite way to. I love your newsletter. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I have not put it out for November and I've been getting quite a few inquiries like, where is the is newsletter? <laughs> <laughs> we miss you. Where are you? <laughs> it's well, not been remember, I have yet. four kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so studying Titus too long over here. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Well, Hunter, thank you so much. It's been such a joy to get to chat with you today. And I know that this is going to encourage so many women. Thanks for having me. It's been a joy. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this show. I created it to share the truth of God's word with those near and far. I pray it's been a blessing to you. If you enjoyed listening to the show, please leave a review wherever you're listening and share it with a friend. That will help more people find it and help more people find the fullness of joy. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day.